Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to Praznikum. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed feast of Theophany of our Lord's baptism in the river Jordan. Last evening, the choir sang this particular hymn, inviting David to basically stand out from the choir and sing. Because as we, as you probably noticed in our feasts, you have very often uh, various David, the Theotokos, uh, others who are participating in the feast, or even the world itself, as in the trees or the mountains, etc., to participate or to have something to say, which is just like Scripture. The hymn goes like this, O David, come in spirit, and sing to those who are to be enlightened. Draw near to God in faith and be enlightened. The poor man, fallen Adam, cried, and the Lord heard him. The Lord came to the streams of the Jordan, and in these streams restored the broken man. We have David come to sing a part that he's already written, which, if you're familiar with the Psalter, we have uh, the poor man cried and the Lord heard him, right? But we have, with the hymn writer has interpolated, has put in a qualifier, an interpretation on that. Who is the poor man that David speaks of in the Psalter? It's Adam. What is incredible about the way the church approaches Scripture is that it always brings the rule of faith. We'll say, for shorthand, the rule of faith. Let's just say the creed, basically, right? The basic understanding of who God is, who God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is. And then it brings this to bear on every text of the Bible which is a very different approach, actually, than you might expect, actually, in a lot of churches, because they would say, well, that's not what David said. David didn't say that. He's talking about maybe a historical Jew or a, a uh, person in a pious position. The church is saying, yes, yes, and <laughs> the rule of faith illuminates this and gives it meaning because it holds the entire scriptures together. The story of God's creation and redemption, and this is what happens especially uh, in the reading of Scripture, and if you're familiar with the Psalms, this is not only what God does, right, that Christ is the reason or the what all of the Psalms are about, but because Christ is who he is and taking on and becoming the second Adam, it's also a reflection of all of us. Because you and I are the poor man. We are fallen Adam. And our forefather in the flesh, Adam, cries out and the Lord heard him. The Lord comes in, in response to this cry. This, I just love the setting of this hymn. You have David who's kind of standing out from the choir and he has his solo. And he's telling us about how fallen Adam uh, is crying out to the Lord. And then the Lord's response is, to go into the streams of Jordan to fulfill all righteousness, to restore the broken man. This is Jesus going to save a drowning man. And it is for us this constant immersion in the story of what God has done in Jesus Christ. This is with the rule of faith. This is what we confess. 
This is what the entire narrative, all of the disparate parts of Scripture attest to this reality, what God is doing in Jesus Christ. It is in hearing and knowing about the rule of faith, what is the basic story of Scripture, but specifically that we are immersed into that our stories ourselves. Because when Christ comes to save us, uh, he is bringing us into relationship with his Father. This is what the hymn, uh, the basic troparion, the thematic hymn for this feast is. It is the revelation of the Trinity. It is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit working together, the will of the Father being accomplished by the Son and uh, perfected by the Holy Spirit in our lives. It is the Son and his relationship with the Father that we ourselves are baptized into. That's why we become adopted part of the family of God. This is uh, something that I think, as we come to these feasts, Christmas, and we talk about how Christ has saved us, and then we talk about Christ being baptized saves us. And if you're from a certain background, this is kind of odd, because everything that you know is Christ saves us because of the cross. So is this some kind of denigration of the cross? Is this some kind of... But as I believe I've said around circumcision, nativity, etc., this is uh, just an... Not an echo, because that makes it seem less than. But the consummation, everything is brought to its completion in the cross and in that whole movement to resurrection. But all of the movement of Christ into this world is salvific for us. He fulfilled all righteousness. He accomplished the law. He is... Uh, in doing all of that, restoring that relationship with the Father so that we can have that same relationship. This is why St. Irenaeus, because Christ had to be born, he was circumcised, he had to play as a child, he had to go into the temple, he had to be baptized, he had to do all things, St. Irenaeus says, because he had to do everything that a human does. Right? He had to go through all of the stages of human existence. Which is exactly why it is salvific that he's born. That he is circumscribed. Uh, circumscribed. Well, yes, he is circumscribed. He's also circumcised. <laughs> he is uh, baptized for our salvation. He is uh, teaching. He is rejected. He is all of these things that he does, he weeps. <coughs> he ultimately dies and is laid in a sepulcher, in the ground for our salvation. So as this feast, as we focus on his baptism, we know this reverberates, and we know this because the church does this through its hymnody, uh, through iconography, through the theology of the church, that all this reverberates with uh, the cross, the grave, the resurrection, uh, the ascension, the sitting of the right hand, the sending of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. It's all here. This is just, I'll say, a fractal image. This is one uh, aspect or bit of the diamond that we are able to contemplate and give glory to him who has brought us into and revealed to us 
what it is like to become sons and daughters of God the Father, who we have been adopted by his Son and empowered and gifted with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.